Can we cut that? No. Well, here we are. Welcome to the squad bay. <laughs> Incredible. <Colonel Mack. laughs> I still not at the big boy table. Oh my god! This is like comedy hour yeah. at the time. I can't argue with that because I can tell you my my ten year career I've only met two. What? <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen what just happened. I mean, it was it was like Craig and Smoke. Any point in time that it gets crazy, I'm like, hey, I'm a free service and right. walk out. Like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't even work here. Right? What what building is this? All right, Sarn Bradley muting me after the woo. I had a big woo, and 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 Sarn Bradley did not unmute me. Look, you just went early. No, you're supposed to talk during the fade out of the music. You said, "All right, we're back in the squad base." Look, for episode have, number, I think it's eight. Eight. Yeah, if you've learned anything about me, it's that I suck at my job. So. Anything about you is that you're always late on the button. Yes, hence sucking at my job. No, you don't suck at you. You're very good at your job. You're very good at your job. But th- th- this, you're not very good at podcast button machine things. Yeah, I struggle with buttons. Although the things that you do cut, like your your your, your Twitch animations and whatnot, that's fantastic, yeah, right? It's looking really good. And if you're not following us on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, you're wrong. Yeah, we 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 have a we have quite of a, a deadly squad. I wouldn't say dead. I mean, if you're talking about us getting killed a lot, then yes, deadly. Yes, but if yes, yes, we we suffer lots of deaths. Not other us killing other people. We try. We do. We had some good rounds yesterday. I threw a grenade and it bounced back on us. <laughs> I do remember that. That exact same thing happened to me in tra- in training in a in MCT in, in the in the of course core. it did. Thank God it was a smoke grenade. You know I can't figure out when we're playing. I'll accidentally bring out a grenade and then I can't figure out how to put it back away. So I'm just like, all right, well I'm just gonna throw this grenade and yeah, once I actually it's like you're trying to use your tactical and or you're trying to bring up your your X and the oh crap I hit the other button yeah dog on it. But yeah, if you're not if you uh, if you are into video games, you should definitely give us a follow. We're on Twitch and Facebook at Go Army Rally BN, and we're on YouTube um, at US Army Recruiting North Carolina. What do we we stream? What Tuesdays and Thursdays about ten thirty to noonish ish ish. Today we're not because we're in here, but that's okay. You know, you, you got to be uh, malleable. You got to be able to adapt in this job. And then Wednesdays, I'm trying to stream. Uh, like three ish, three thirty ish, just so I can finish out my day. So just, just all you gotta do is follow us, subscribe, and yep. then set notifications. That's true. And then, bing! If you're good at playing Call of Duty, you should come join our squad. Yeah, maybe you can carry us a little bit. A lot. I I I've had probably the worst gaming sequence yesterday that I've had in a long time. I couldn't do anything. Boyer struggled too. He was tr- he wasn't in it yesterday. I don't know what it was. He, he was frustrated. He was very quiet. He he was he wasn't well, communicating. Yesterday that. was also the first time him not playing on the uh, the gaming computer. So he right there he is right that. there. We just speak of the devil, speak of two devils. Hey. Wow, look at this. We, <laughs> our guest is already here in 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 the squad bay. Just you know, got with her mask and her hydration bottle and her railroad tracks. Um, you know, we're we're gonna give you a couple spoilers here. Uh, we got a fantastic guest. She'll be joining us in just a few minutes because uh, we're gonna give her a, a rundown of how it goes. But uh, just for her sake, we're gonna let her know that we are in the preparatory pre-guest stage right now, where we just kind of run down some current events, what's going on, just you know, try to get some fun sound bites. You know, just talk about some BS and random fact, stuff. Hold on, I got some notes. You have notes? I, I, well, yeah. Chicken scratch like notes. One of us came prepared to this. Okay, I said, we're back. We're back. I said, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. 
It so has it been a while? Has it? Not yeah, it's been a while. It's been so long that now almost everybody's had the COVID vaccine. That's fair. Thank God. Dude, ramping down. Right? Do we see a light at the end of the tunnel? I do. Oh, my God. Hey, let me tell you something. Are you getting your vaccine in two weeks, too? I, I don't know. I don't Have you no, not looked at the list? I'm not. I don't know what level I am. I mean, everything they send out, it, nothing describes me. Did you say you you wanted the vaccine? I would take it right now. Captain Fleming sent out a list of all the people that were getting the vaccines. He ain't sent them to me. I'm I'll, go. I'll send it to you today. I'll drive to Charlotte. I'll smack him around. Yeah, you should. He needs it anyway. Yeah, I know. I like him, though. He's, pretty, no, yeah, he's we're, pretty straight cat. They're uh, they're doing... Uh, the National <laughs> Guard is helping us out and giving us vaccines nice. the la- two weeks from tomorrow. Here? Yeah. Down oh. over at the National Guard place, National Guard headquarters. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm gonna go find my old, uh, my old Marine Corps camis and see if I can just kind of blend in a little bit. I mean, they may notice the beard and they may notice I'm 200 pounds overweight, but and you never you're know. You're really old. I think the uh, the age would give you away. Oh no! <laughs> Nelson, Nelson. <laughs> There's a lot happening we in here today. Nelson Blue just walked in. I guess he he flew in from Alabama. What are you doing, Nelson? Okay, okay. Did you want to be a guest with Captain Rosaski here in a little bit? Do uh, it. I, me and my commander are getting ready to go back to the Air Force. I don't want to go into the Air Force. Oh, well, good. hello to you. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Mr. Nelson Ballou just walked in the room. Nelson works as a civilian in the medical recruiting sector. Um, spoiler alert, he might be coming back to you, Sir Rick, over here. Spoiler alert, he may be, uh, he may be on, uh, on Team 2nd Brigade, hopefully. Hopefully, knock on wood. I hope he does. Nelson's awesome. That's that's polyurethane. That's it's not close wood. enough to wood. It looks like wood. <laughs> is this as close to wood as you're gonna get? So, um, so yeah. Again, me, camouflage, beard, two hundred pounds. Can I? You think I? Some of them National no. Guard guys are a little big. No, the age has already got you. No, I'll pin on some rank that makes me look old. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll I think like, you. I think the beard is gonna be your biggest issue. I could shave. You know what you should do? Yes. There's a TikTok filter out there that gets rid of your beard. I saw that. Have it's you done so, it? No, I'm scared. <laughs> I want to see it. You've seen me without a beard. I've, I've, I've shaved. I have. It's been a that long is, time. Yeah, it's been yeah. a very long time. Oh, wow. So that, that's great. All this, uh, so much excitement going on in here right now. I'm just I'm Follow me on TikTok, Army Ginger 1775 Follow me on TikTok at, uh, I think it's at Tipsy Rhino. Tipsy Rhino. Tipsy Rhino. Also, the Army does not endorse TikTok, so. And they don't endorse like being tipsy either, so. No. Um, oh, wanted to go along with this. I was so excited the other day, uh, you know, because you are uh, Colonel Harlan Sanders' great-grandson. Correct. You are a Kentucky colonel. Yes. I am now a Tennessee squire. What does that even mean? Did I, you pay for that? Somebody did. I didn't. My, I, I, I received in the mail a big old envelope from the Jack Daniels Distillery and the Tennessee Squire Association. If this doesn't involve a lifetime supply of Jack Daniels, I'm going to be very disappointed. It, I have special Ooh. privileges at the distillery. Because I now own one cubic inch of land one inch. at the Jack Daniels Distillery. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an ambassador for Maker's Mark, so I get cool privileges when I go out to Maker's Mark. Yeah, you know what? You, you told me you were going to buy me a bottle when you were at the tour, and did you? No, but I brought you back a dragon for that's Universal. Not, that's not Maker's Mark. That's fair. You, I'm going back to Kentucky in a few months. I'll get you something. Okay. I'm going in June. My best friend's getting married, so I'll, I'll stop and pick you up. I something. need something at least 90 proof. I can do that. Oh, you're the best. You're the best. You know what You know what? I haven't heard in a long time? Colonel Mack? No, I talked to her just the other day. Major Blair? No, no, no. Cappy Carroll? No, no, no. Trent Boyer? 
Nope, 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 nope. I haven't heard my music. Oh, yeah. Camera's asking, looking at us like we were absolutely insane. She's she like, can't I hear can't anything. hear anything. Actually, if she, want, if she put those headphones on, she can hear it all. That's a lot of fun. We're going to wait for her to get to us. We're going to run out of music. That's all right. But it's fine. We got 26 seconds left. Okay, so right now it's time for Sergeant Major Barbarisi's dad joke of the day. Bring it. Once again, Sergeant Riley was late bringing in Sergeant Major Barbarisi dad joke of the day. Here we are, editing out that error. Did you hear the joke about the wandering nun? She was a Roman Catholic. Yes, she was. <laughs> that was a good one for a change. I feel like we haven't heard that one before. I don't think we have. And if we have, who cares? It's all right. That's fair. That's all right. This is what happens when you're so sporadic about doing your podcast. Yeah, what happened to every week? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's I blame Lance. Yeah, me too. And speaking of Lance, uh, if somebody wanted to find our website, I bet Lance would love to come in here and tell us all about it. Let's hear from Lance, shall Let's we? hear from Lance. For more information about the U.S. Army, give us a follow on social media at BN. That's Bravo November on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or find us on the web at GoArmy.com forward slash Raleigh. We're back in the squad bay. We are super stoked to have our very, very special guest, uh, the one and the only Captain Sarah Rosaski. Say hi. Hello. Tell us all about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? You're, you know, give us the intro. Who are you? Uh, well, I think you, you answered the first part. I'm Captain Sarah Rosaski. I am from New York originally. I consider myself a nomad at this point, though. Um, I am the Greenville Company Commander. I'm an engineer by trade. Uh, in recruiting, we don't get to blow things up, which it's disappointing. is disappointing. It's a little disappointing, yeah. Um, you can blow up your recruiters when they don't make mission. Only I metaphorically. Think. Yeah, yeah I, I, know, was hey. say, I think that's illegal. Yeah, literally is. I think that spurs an investigation. Uh, that's really. What part of New York are you from? Exactly. Are you, I mean, you from New York City? You from Buffalo or Schenectady? Uh, Schenectady? I'm from an hour north of New York City. Okay. Um, so like the epitome of suburbia. My wife's from Winanskill. I don't know. What Troy. That that's way. No, yeah. that's too cold. Yeah, way. That's much further north. So an hour north of New York City. Is that an hour by train, hour by car? Uh, hour by train or car, depending on traffic. Can you still see the skyline from that far away? No. I've never been to New York, so I'm curious. What? It's a no. lot of fun. Yeah. You I mean, it have. was before COVID. I don't know about now. I mean, no, no. I've not. Been, I've been to Hong Kong. Have you? No. Okay. Oh. How about that? I feel like you're very salty right I now. I am. So I need well, you to pull back the salt. Okay. New York is beautiful. I highly recommend. Yeah. Excellent. There's actually a really cool hiking trail not too far. Um, it's an abandoned town. So th I guess, I don't know, the state took it over, I think, and they said, we want to make this into a park. So in like the 70s, if I remember the story correctly, in the 70s, it was a functional town. And then you had to be grandfathered in. So if you already lived there, you could die there. But nobody could move into the town, and you couldn't have babies in the town. Like you had to have babies <laughs> outside the town, and um, now it's just uh, like foundations of buildings that used to be there. And if you go on that hike, it's silent, and you can see the skyline. It's really oh, cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That's that's kind of like um, where my wife is from. There in, in the mountains uh, near Gatlinburg, there's a uh, it's a big valley called Cades Cove. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's beautiful. 
but it's just a big honking valley in between all these mountains where settlers settled 200 years ago. And um, they would they farmed the land there because they could. Instead of it, it wasn't mountainous. It was just acres and acres of beautiful flat plains surrounded by mountains. And uh, the government took it, made a national park out of it. So, again, grandfathered in. You mm-hmm. can stay there. There's still a bunch of old cabins there. And they've actually restored some of them to show it what it looked like. But same situation. It's like, hey, man, you're on borrowed time. You got to go. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the government going to take your stuff. I, I mean, they... Been there before. <laughs> I'm sitting here in uniform, so <laughs> you're allowed to say it. It's okay. It's not. You're not disrespecting you. Hey, the it's, government. The government gives me way more than it takes from me. Exactly. Listen, man. The government takes only when they have to, but it's for it's for the greater good. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna get fired after this. <laughs> you are not gonna get, no. <laughs> We've said some some pretty uh, interesting stuff on this podcast, and neither of us have been fired yet. Not yet. Give it we're, time. We're working for it. So so, so tell me. Um, you're a kid growing up in New York. How did you discover the Army? Um, well, I grew up next to West Point, um, United States Military Academy. Uh, so we were we saw people in uniform. I mean, we would go to sports camps there over the summer. We'd go to the sporting events there uh, during the year, and it was kind of cool. So I that always intrigued me, and I was interested, and then didn't go there. But that was what spurred my interest. Okay, so so you've got interest in the army. What, what, what sort of steps did you take? And the reason, you know, one one of the reasons. Let me let me let me back up a little bit. Um, it's Women's History Month, and we would love to have the perspective. We brought you here obviously because you're an amazing person, but you are naturally a woman, and there are not near as many women as there are men in the military. No. So we want to know your motivations and what you feel about how does the military provide for provide a career for women and, and the opportunities, you know, have they changed since you've been in have the, you know, uh, what, what can a young lady, if she's considering the military or should she even consider the military, uh, what can they expect? Yeah. Okay. So I, I'll give my story first, I guess. Um, like I said, was kind of interested in it. Uh, some things fell through. I ended up getting my degree. I went to Lamar university in Texas. Um, got my degree in mechanical engineering and it was spring semester of my senior year. And I didn't, we were in Texas. So a lot of my peers went into the oil industry and I wasn't very interested in going into the oil industry. So I was talking to my dad one day and he's like, well, you know, you never really, why don't you give the army another shot basically? So I walked into a recruiting office and said, Hey, I want to join the army. Um, and then I did. And it's been great. Um, since now, I, now you walked in the you walked into an, an office with a degree. Did you enlist yes. first? No, I was an OCS college option. So uh-huh. I you're the first one of those we've had. So I, I wanted to yeah. bring that up. Oh. So tell us about that. What is that? Um, so I walked in. You submit a packet, and it's a little bit more of an intensive application process than just joining, uh, than just enlisting. Um, after my senior year of college, after I graduated, I shipped to basic training. And then I, instead of going to your specific job training, I went to OCS, which is officer candidate school. And that's where they evaluate you more, more so on leadership than on the technical aspects of the army. And then if you make it through officer candidate school, you go to Bullock, which is basic officer leaders course. uh, And you go for your branch, which is pretty cool. It's, it's a little bit of a different route. But 
don't know. It worked out for me so far. Right. I'm I, still obviously, standing. you know, you, you 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 didn't you didn't flame out. You know, you didn't uh, barely. You didn't you didn't bounce as a lieutenant. So you you picked up uh not only picked up captain, you've picked up a command. Yeah. Which a lot of officers don't. Yeah. So so tell us what's it like being a commander, especially one that that basically leads a you know, majority of men of men. Oh yeah. Um three no two of my stations still two of my five stations don't even have a female in there um and I think and the other three have one in each so we're we're used to being the minority but I was also I was an engineering major in college so I haven't been in a female even in a 50 50 environment since high school um so I'm pretty used to it by now um command is interesting you're never off no uh (laughs) You're very involved in a lot of people's lives, and you have to be very aware of how much you're willing to take on emotionally of those people's lives. Right. Um, like, I'm a supervisor of two human beings, and I'm just, I'm losing sleep. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I lose, I lose a lot of sleep. <laughs> but it's also really cool because you get to help these people and influence them, and hopefully, um, we have great leadership, actually, in Raleigh Battalion, but... Um, where there's not such great leadership, you can provide protection for them and you can help them out and you can resource them and train them and set them up for success later in their career. Um, so you have a little bit more influence a little bit earlier in your career, right? Like I'm, I don't like admitting this cause I know I'm a baby in the army, uh, but I have like five years in the army and my first sergeant has 21. Um, and we have pretty, um, we have a similar sphere, right? So different specialties, he's way more knowledgeable than I am, but we have that similar sphere of influence. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and fun fact, the, the first sergeant of her company is, uh, his name is the Wombat. <laughs> that is I mean, the best ever. Not his name. That is, no, that's his name. That's, oh, okay. Is that his name in your phone? I don't know his real name. That's, that's true. <laughs> I know his real last name. What is it? Lemieux. Mario? Mario Lemieux. Nice. No, I, don't, I don't know his <laughs> first Mario. name. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. Let me tell you something. Talking about him going to Tennessee, I'm pretty sure Lemieux aren't allowed to settle in Tennessee. They'll run him out. Uh, his family's there. They haven't I'm run him out yet. Totally kidding. Oh. Totally, totally kidding. Yeah. He didn't grow up there, did he? No, he's from Rhode Island. Oh. He's like the one person from what? Rhode Island. Yeah, I was, like, yeah, I was well, gonna say there's nobody's from Rhode Island. <laughs> Rhode, yeah. Rhode Island is just big enough to hold the wombat. We get along really well um, until it comes to sports because he's a Boston fan for everything, Ugh. and I'm obviously from New York. It's made me have to care about sports again, um, so that I can argue with him. The army does that. I usually lose. Yeah, but when when you're a New York fan, you literally have like two choices per sport. Whereas most cities don't. Like, are you Knicks or Nets? Are you Jets or Giants? Are you Yankees or Mets? True. Are you Islanders or Rangers? It's true. No, I should spit out all those. I'm like, bang, bang. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? I'm impressed. If I could think of an arena football team, I would, but I can't. I'd have it. to care about sports. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's so strange. I got nothing. It's so You're strange. not a sports guy? I'm not. No, he's not. He's, he's, I love going to baseball games, though. Is that the best? Just sitting in the sunshine oh, with a beer? Love it. And it all is. you can eat hot dogs and for you 25 cents? And you, whoa, where's Where's this? that? What? You've never been to a minor league baseball game where they have all you can eat hot dogs for like 25 cents? But well, right now I'm on my keto diet, but as soon as I'm off, we, we got to take a trip to dog. Lexington. I can't have a hot dog. It's a bun. Well, don't eat the yeah, bun. Yeah, just have the hot dog. Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> for a few reasons. I'm getting season work. tickets to the Durham Bulls. That's pretty year. cool. I'm excited. 
It's uh, been be my sweet. anniversary at a uh, Durham Bulls game. Honestly, yeah. She doesn't know it yet, but that's where we're going. Going to a baseball game and just yes. falling asleep in the third inning because you had two beers and a dog already, and it's just a beautiful day. Yes. That is the best. Do you like going to – have you been to a baseball game before? Yeah, of course. We're not, you want to the Yankees or the Mets? I, I've been to both. I guess I'm a Yankees fan. Well, because Shea Stadium is gross. Yeah, and – Growing up, I really hated the way that blue and orange looked together. So <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> the Yankees just looked better. Isn't that awesome how when you were a kid, you made sports decisions on <laughs> silly things? Like, I like that guy's hair. This is my team. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I became a Broncos fan. Ironically, blue and orange. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, huh. I, I mistook them. I was like five years old. And my grandfather was um, watching t- football. I didn't know what it was. But it, he's watching the Tennessee Volunteers. Which they are orange, okay, like like bright orange, and he would get happy every time they would do something well. So I said, I like the orange guys. Next thing you know, a couple of years later, you're I'm wearing orange. I happen to, yes, right at this moment, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I look good in orange. I look good in everything, but regardless, I <laughs> digress. A comment. A couple of years later, I'm flipping the channels and I see the orange jerseys on TV. I'm like, oh yeah, well it was John Elway and the Broncos. I didn't know. Oh, but I became a Broncos fan, and yeah. here we are today. Here we are today. I'm a Titans fan. I don't like the Broncos anymore. <laughs> Yeah, we were always a house divided. My mom was, uh, uh, I'm probably going to send them this podcast, so I'm going to phrase this carefully. Yes. But my mom chose teams uh, that won more often. And so, like, my mom was the Giants fan. My dad was the Jets fan. Bandwagon. No, no, no. My mom was a Giants fan from when she was little. Okay. And my dad, but my dad taught my brothers their ABCs when they were growing up. They would sing like A B C D E F G H I J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Yeah, <laughs> that's how they really thought the alphabet went. On a side note, we really do need to listen to the new alphabet one day. We talked about doing that, but we haven't done it yet. Next podcast, they, yeah, they changed the alphabet song. Alphabet apparently. Song? Oh, I'm gonna pull it up right now. No, I don't want. You know what? I I would like to live my life without. Are they the same out. letters? Yes, but so <laughs> apparently, you know how like. Kids were taught like L M N O P like to like back to back. Apparently, kids were getting that confused as one letter, so they read. <laughs> I, I, so they redid the song. So I it's told Bradley, I was like, "Are you serious? Like, just the, the, Al- the alphabet song has worked flawlessly for generations and I don't generations. Know about flawlessly, yeah, I would say flawlessly. Yeah, Sergeant Bradley, what comes first, T or V? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. T. I'm from Kentucky though, so I don't know how to read or spell or write. I don't. Not much. Not much. I leave all the writing to Words Franklin. Words are hard. Words are hard, <laughs> yeah. especially for him. Yeah. Absolutely. But we, we, you know, one cool thing about podcasts, we, we get off the rails, we can get right back on the rails. So let's talk more about uh, Captain Rosaski's uh, okay. career. So you, you, five years, you're a captain. I am. When I was in the service, I knew a lot of captains who said, you know what? Deuces, I'm good. Yeah. Don't. What do you want to do? That's a... World domination? That's a loaded question. World domination. Yeah. Um, I don't know yet. I mean, I, you could parlay your experience into a, a civilian job that's going to pay extraordinarily well. Yeah, and that's what's so one of I think the biggest difference between like the enlisted side and the officer side is enlisted. You're really like a subject matter expert in your field, um, and on the officer side, you're much more general, right? So as an engineer, um, I have to know basically how to manage construction workers, uh, combat engineers who are blowing stuff up. Um, plumbers, electricians, uh, et cetera, right? That's, I, I have to know all of it. Whereas, Tom Briley, 
I was an engineer. You yeah. were an engineer, right? I strictly focused on route clearance and blowing things up. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and you're probably way better at those things than I am. He flosses I with debt. Probably court. used to be. I don't know. It's been a long time. Fair. Um, but so what's cool is that in my career, I did route clearance. We did the sapper stuff. We did um, assessments of routes and bridges on like the recon side. And this was all in like a combat engineer environment. And then I also went and I was a, mm, for all intents and purposes, a logistics liaison. Um, and my job was to do all of the logistics within our brigade for the engineers who were pieced out to all of the maneuver guys. Um, so I've had, it, se- it it feels like a lot of different experiences that would translate pretty uh, what, was your, what was your degree in? Mechanical engineering. Okay. You ever thought about going to work for the Corps of Engineers? I've thought about it. Loved my time with the Corps of Engineers. Yeah? Loved it. That's where our uh, brigade APA just went. Mm-hmm. He left yeah. us to go work for the um, Corps of Engineers. And uh, the gentleman that popped in here a few minutes ago, everybody's kind of rooting for him to be the new brigade APA. Okay. Ah, okay. I am for sure, because that is an awesome cat right there, let me tell you. He seems like a fun guy. I mean, yeah. he really, really is. Great guy. Great guy. I hope, I hope, 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 hope yeah. he gets it. I know he applied for it. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers, Fingers crossed. Yeah, so, I, deployed, I deployed with them overseas, and then I worked for their headquarters up in Virginia doing admin. So I, um, I have this flaw with myself where I am not super decisive and I kind of went mechanical engineering because it's right. very general yeah. and you can get into a million different things. And also when I was six, I wanted to be a roller coaster engineer. Yes. Um, I think we all want to be that deep down inside. I, I was yeah. still, I wanted to be a jet pilot. Never thought about roller coaster. Scared yeah. of Well, you're weird. Well, scared when I was six, I was also really confident in my abilities and I also wanted to be the tester of yes. said roller coasters. <laughs> I no longer want to do that. <laughs> I'm no longer confident in my <laughs> yeah. abilities. Um, well, just now the roller coasters have evolved into chaotic death machines. Now it's just ridiculous, right? They're terrifying. Are they? I, love I mean, when I was a kid, the roller coaster went Ooh, and maybe one loop. Now, now <laughs> you get in, they hang you by your feet. It, it literally spins you 500 times in a circle, like 15 G's. I mean, no, 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 no. That more. Sounds like fun. No, I don't know what roller coaster you're riding, but I've never been on a roller coaster like that. I, I'm gonna send you some pictures later. Please do. I will. Yeah, and if you can tell me where so that I can go. Yeah, no problem. They're, they're, yeah, they're all they're all like uh, they're all in China, oh, where, where they don't far. where they don't have you know really regulations or regulatory committees. They just throw this crazy thing out there, and it somehow works. It's really far away. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. I'm not getting, going to China. I'm st- I'm still not. I'm not going there. I'm not going to Six Flags. I'm not going to. <laughs> you can go to Disney World with us later this year. I can go to Disney because then you just Disney. Get, you know, Mr. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That's yes. about as, that's about as bad as I go. What's what's the ride where you just go? It's a small world. Yes, it's a small. Yeah. It's a that's small an Epcot. world after all. No, that's a, a Magic world. Kingdom. It is. Yes. What yes, it, it is because I haven't been to Epcot. Yes. Oh. I'm a big Disney World fan. My wife hates it, but she loves Disney. She hates that I'm a big fan because it's all I know how to talk about. Much wow. like Captain Carol. <laughs> so <laughs> well, he can also talk about energy drinks. Yes, he can. He sure can. So um, moving forward. Steer that shit back. We, we never really got back into your career uh, where you wanted to go. So oh, uh, where, where do you want to go? Do you want to steer? Are you going to pin on an oak leaf maybe in a few years? Or I have no idea. So far, the Army has been really good to me. Uh, and I'm having fun, so I'm going to keep having fun. 
I do owe Colonel Mack a more solid answer in like three months. So I should probably figure out my life a little bit more. Well, you better hurry. She's retired in about three months. I know. And then she's going to write my eval and yep. she's going <laughs> to recommend what where, I should do with my life. Where would you like to go next? Uh, I have no idea. You know, your answer is a lot like Major Player's answer. He said he's having more fun than he ever had and he's going to retire when he's not having fun. Yeah. He's... He's a very fun-loving person. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Although, when you put him on the podcast, oh no, it's totally you flip different. A switch shuts down. Oh, oh man. man, he sounds like he's on NPR. <laughs> it's li- it's quite literally. Well, the army has provided me a fantastic <laughs> opportunity. That's accurate. My family and I are doing very well. I remember when we got him on the, for the podcast for the first time, and he started talking. I lost my mind. You I was like, "What this, is right? happening?" Yes, he we will edit, edit that. <laughs> we edit part. I'm not editing that part. No, not that part. I'm just saying you will edit this. Oh yeah, I'll edit the podcast. I, I chop it up a little bit, but sure. most of most everything makes it in. And I'll uh, beep curse for that words. One time we talked about the airborne. airborne? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? The airborne. The um, airborne uh, mortuary specialist. Mortuary specialist. <laughs> That ended horribly. Busier <laughs> Quite literally did. Specialist in other ones, I guess. Uh, Sergeant Sergeant Landano had a brother, Sergeant Landano from Lumberton. Okay. His brother joined the army and was a mortuary special, mortuary affairs. affairs specialist. We need them. And airborne. Well, of course, yeah, but he was also airborne tab. Okay. So we were so very confused on how a, a what mortuary does a mortuary affairs specialist, specialist do while airborne? he's airborne. Well, no, he waits for the other airborne people. <laughs> That's kind of what we yeah, said. Yeah, that was kind of sort yeah. of. <laughs> well, we're not going to go to. <laughs> I was going to say she should listen to the podcast, but we edited it out. But yeah, girls join the army. There's great opportunities. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, why don't you tell us some of the opportunities? Uh, obviously, Sergeant Bradley is a VRS recruiter. He'll tell you all day about $40,000 bonus if you qualify. He'll tell you about the Army College Fund uh, student loan reimbursement. But All good things. All yes. Great things. All good things. Uh, but uh, from, from a unique uh, female perspective, What's the best part about being in the army from a, from a, from a lady's perspective? Oh, well, there's no pay gap. It's a it's a rigid pay scale, right? Right. So that's helpful. Um, but I think it challenges you, and you're it's that's not just from a female perspective. That's from anyone's perspective. You, the army, does not let you get comfortable, and you are constantly growing. Is there a sense of empowerment? Sometimes. So, like, you know, if you're, like, walking out, and you know, in the civilian world and, and people see you in your uniform, they're like, whoa. Yeah, I have I get mixed reactions. Really? Um, Like, I went to pizza the other day with my XO, and some older man approached us. And right in front of me goes to my XO and goes, captains didn't look like that while I was in. <laughs> you may not want to include this in the podcast. <laughs> you know what? It, it We, we <laughs> actually probably wow. will because uh, it's important to highlight – I don't want to use the word ignorance, but insensitivity. You know, yeah. uh, people have to face this stuff, and it's it is Women's History Month, and these are things that women face every day. But I think, yeah, and I think for every one thing that happens like that, there's a lot of good that happens too. And um, you got a backhanded compliment. He probably meant well. I don't know. No, it was awkward. Okay. Um. And you, I mean, you get you get comments like that, or we went out to lunch, and it was me and like all my station commanders who are all male, and my first sergeant who's male, and we were in polos, so we weren't in uniform. And this guy saw one of the polos, said, "Oh, you guys are in the army. Let me buy you lunch," which is so nice. And 
people do not ever have to do that. Um, but he bought it. And then I was the last one and he's like, I'll even buy your lunch. And I was like, Oh, thanks. Wow. <laughs> thanks. But Did he know I, you were the boss? I, I didn't tell him, <laughs> <laughs> but you also get a lot of cool stuff. And, um, when I was in Europe, we would go on trips. Oh, where were you? Where were you? I was in Germany. For, were you stationed there? I was stationed in Germany for three and a half years. Where at? Uh, in Grafenwehr with 2CR, or 2nd Cavalry No Regiment. idea where that is. I was, I was born in Germany, and I lived in Kaiserslautern as a child. Okay. It's the, um, it's on the eastern side in Bavaria. Ah. Oh, where it's pretty. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's beautiful out there. Nice. And we would do, we would go on rotations where we would drive around to different countries and um, work with people, work with other militaries and do different exercises. And then there were also some public relations events, essentially, where we would let the civilian population come and see our vehicles and see what we were doing there and um, just to, you know, garner relationships. And I had so many, like, little girls come up and they were like, we want to take a picture with with the with the girl. You know, we want to take nice. a picture with you. And so that's cool, too. There's... There's a lot of good things also. And it is empowering. Um, sometimes when I talk to my friends now, because I have civilian friends now, which is also weird. <laughs> I'm not on a military <laughs> post. Um, but I talk to them and I hear about their work dynamics. And I think that I've had to learn how to be more professional and direct um, just because that's the field we're in, and it was a faster and steeper learning curve, maybe. I see. Uh, and that's probably position also. Do you have any role models in the Army? Hmm. Or just role models in general? My mom. Shout out Aww. to Sharon. Aww. <laughs> Shout out. What up, Sharon? My mom's actually way cooler than, like, anyone else that I really? know. Yeah. She like rocking the Def Leppard T-shirt or something with it. No, she's low key cool. Oh really? Yeah. So my mom. Yeah, my mom is a special ed teacher. She works with um, like severely autistic kids, like five to seven, who don't speak yet or aren't potty trained. Um, They all have like one on one people, so really challenging. She has six kids, two dogs, and a husband, so that's a challenge in and of itself. While we were growing up, she was getting additional certifications and all of this, and she was also volunteering at the church, and she was also running. She ran a marathon with me in a stroller. Oh, my God. Um, mm-hmm. That's too much. Yeah, yeah you know, I don't run marathons without strollers. I don't. Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> I don't run. I'm, 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 at least twice a year you do. you got to take a PT a test. Nope. Oh, you, what are you, like? I bike? I'm broken. You would bike. I'm broken, man. <laughs> you look broken. <laughs> anyway, anyway, back to the back to so the. So my mom is yeah. awesome. Your mom sounds pretty awesome. To be honest with you, she's really cool. She doesn't stop. And then I'll be like, "Yeah, today I'll tell her about work or something." And she's like, "Oh, well, you just have a lot on your plate." And I'm like, "It's me and my dog." And <laughs> I got home from work and had a glass of wine. I think my life is pretty chill compared to yours. <sighs> life in the army with a dog and a bottle of wine. It's That's all life. you need. That could be a book. Yeah, you should write a book. Okay. Write a children's book about a bottle of wine and a dog. That'd I think we should cool. start. We'll start with the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we've already started with the, you're gonna, episode we'll, number eight. 
Well, my this is my first episode. Okay. Oh, look, she's already on board. She's like That's a co-host. That's what it yeah. like to me. That's what happens. You yeah. finally get him in the room. I'm like coming this. back. <laughs> you mean people are actually listening to me? Not at the moment, but they will be. Yes. I, I mean, like, no one listens to me in my regular life. It was a joke. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. You're, you're, a, you're a commander and no it one was, listens to you? It was a joke. It was just, just laugh. Please laugh. Uh, Thanks, I'm uh, We need a laughing sound. <laughs> <on> the, the <laughs> don't we have one? I, think, I, don't, I couldn't tell you which one it is. Oh, no. One of these buttons actually makes a laugh, but you know, yeah, I don't know which one it is. No, my There's guys no are great. They, they all listen. That's hilarious. I don't know anymore if they do or not. I'm very confused. So tell us about your XO, Lieutenant. What is it? Blumenberg. 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 What kind of a last name is that? Weird one. awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, sure. He's great. He's in Florida right now, his dad's retiring from the Navy. Nice. Yeah. Like Pensacola or where? I don't remember. Oh. Something beach. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but he's really cool. He's been, um, it's been interesting to have him because I was out here a few months without him and I was the only officer and I got really comfortable being the only one and now there's another one. And he's great. He's super enthusiastic. He's got a great attitude. He is so much more optimistic than I am, <laughs> which is a good balance. He's not bearing the burden of another bar on his chest yet. He will. He, he, he will. He's promotable. Really? I, mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah. I, I just think I, when I first got here, um, I've only been I've been here a year and a half. There were no XOs. No, nope, not a not. single one. Nope. And they, I heard somebody mention it one day. I said, "Well, you know what." At least Raleigh and Charlotte should have an XO because they're so doggone massive. Mm-hmm. You know, give them guys a little break because they're all over Fayetteville. the AO. Uh, yeah, Fayetteville, of course. Yeah. But, you know, Cat Waldrop can happen anything. She can, she's the boss. She'd take care of anything. Yeah, but what happens when she leaves? Well, we get another CO. Mutiny. Well, and an XO. I, I can go down there and do it. Okay. Oh, Lord, help us all. Y'all get out there and get some kids in here, doggone it. Oh, no. I'm setting up my office at the Waffle House. That's how it works. <laughs> That's not how my exo talks. <laughs> <laughs> He'd get a very pointed look from me if he ever said that. Uh, every now and then I dig deep to my Tennessee roots, and uh, that's what comes out. So super deep. Want to hear more about the Army? Text ARQN to go Army. That's 462 769. Lance, let's come back here to the squad bay. <laughs> we had we had a little bit of levity while we were gone. <laughs> Cameron's asking, telling us about um, about the uh, Hiroshima files that uh, are going on with her XO and uh, his uh, involvement in World War II. Somehow, eighty years after the fact. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. He'd probably win. He's studied it enough. <laughs> I don't know. He's plotted out every single bullet, every single bomb. I'm going to run this way, that way, this way, that way, and then I'm going to get to the top of the hill. Yeah. I'm going to take them all out. It's like, all good. ask him, if you ever have him on the podcast, ask him about the ethical dilemma of, like, bombing Hiroshima, and he'll well, go into that. I'm sure, well, the sounds like cons, we have our next guest lined up. Why we did, why you didn't, et cetera. Any, any, any person of any education, like, who has a little bit of education should be able to speak on why that was an ethical dilemma, don't yeah. you think? Oh, but he has like specifics. Like he's he has the statistics and the 
Oh, I wasn't talking. I wasn't putting him down. I'm just saying that any person should be able to have a, a yes. decent conversation about it. Like, oh, I'm saying that gosh. his is going to be far more in depth than you'll get. Will he have charts? Four hours Maybe. later, four Maybe. hours later, yeah. two hundred slides. Get him, major player, and Captain Fleming's. Oh and Lord! Just drop like a history, like Good. an incorrect history flat fact, and let them go. We can make a game show out of that. I don't think anybody wants to listen to that. <laughs> I bet Mr. Rooney would. There's a lot of things I want to listen to in my life. That is not one of them. Well, okay. Well, we can we can go back and talk about Modern Warfare again, I guess. No, I don't want to talk about that either. Uh, why? We're going to stream it here in about an hour or yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? It's hard when you have to play video games for a living, man. It really is. I wouldn't know. Well, you, I wouldn't know. you can hop on. I, I gave you the opportunity. We, we need a fourth. Yeah, I... I feel like a disappointment when people ask me to do basic army things like or portray basic army things like video games. So does Franklin, don't don't worry. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to do that. I can shoot a regular like I can shoot an M4. I never got to shoot an M4. They weren't invented yet. What? M16s? M16 shooting range. M16. Oh, let me tell you something. I can shoot. I just never shot an M4. I know. I'm just saying we should go. It's the same thing. It's just stubby. 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 Like I don't even know how to select an M4 on a video game. I feel like that's a common thing. Well, I mean, like I don't know. Do you use the left and right arrows? Do you use I up and down? They're, 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 they're gonna. It's a lot more difficult. There's shapes Technical. and stuff. Shapes, shapes. There are shapes. shapes. Shapes are hard. They're harder yes. than words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Circle button. Where's the circle button? They're all shaped <laughs> like squares. No, the circle's on the button. I don't know which. Oh, there it is. You're dead. <laughs> Fantastic. See. We could get you playing Tetris or something. Oh, I crushed Tetris. Oh, see, I bet you did. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Tetris tournament. That That's some really exciting things to watch right there. You know, people do stream Tetris, and people look, people There's get money watching that stuff. People stream everything. They do. They do. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I follow a channel on Twitch that shows reruns of an old cooking show that's not on TV anymore. Not ashamed. <laughs> I thought Twitch was for video games. Twitch no, is for anything. anything. Oh. It's for cooking. It's for makeup tutorials. Is Anything it like YouTube? T- sort of, yeah, yeah, except it's live. Yeah. Oh. It's it's live and they do things right right there. The crafts, you know. This is how this is how you Bedazzle if, a pair of jeans. Yes. Why do you want to know that? <laughs> yeah, no. Because there are fifty year old women out there who want and and select men. <laughs> they want their who, back pocket bedazzled. That's no, right. Thank you. They want to spell juicy. No. That was <laughs> <laughs> Juicy. That was one of the hard things about moving from New York to Texas for school was there were big belt buckles and like bedazzled mm-hmm. back pockets and yep. they were still wearing flared jeans and they had wow. teased hair. And I was like, I don't belong here. <laughs> How did you get to Texas anyway? I mean, what I, part of Texas? Beaumont, Texas. Uh, okay. but how, what, what, what was it about Lamar University that, that drew you? Um, I'm always down for an adventure. And five years in the military, and you've been went to Germany. Now you're in Raleigh, yeah. and you can't be bored. No, you're never bored. I you're mean, never bored, and you're never stagnant. That's that's one thing we talked about uh, with um, Sergeant Burrier and um, Durier, Durier, Durier and Durier. Smithers when Durier. they were when they were in here. You can, you can, a lot of people will go to a job and they'll stay 30, 35 years and they will stand in the same spot for 30 or 35 years. That's Putting a box on a belt. I don't know how they do it. I don't know. And they're, like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. 
No. But my gosh, that is the, I could not do it. That's the boringest thing in the world. Rachel says she marries me because she loves me, but I think it's because she gets to move every three years. Hey. <laughs> and she doesn't and have to benefits. pay for it. And yeah, she doesn't have to pay yeah. for it. And she gets free health care and all that cool yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. And you know what the best part was? When I took this job, they didn't pay a dime. Well, $10,000. So anyway. That sounds like a personal problem. That was, certainly was, but I had to get out of Cleveland, boy, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The second you think you're good at a job, it's time for a new one. Yeah. In the army. That's that's true. Which is equal parts frustrating and exciting. Right. Like you just find a hack to do it better and then two weeks later you get orders. Right. Pretty much. That's that's, that's a trip. That's and a kind trip. of the same with location too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I know a lot of guys. Well, my dad in general, he did the last 12, 13 years of his army career at Fort Campbell. Was he homesteading? I don't know what that is. Oh. But you used to be able to do that. I'm yeah. going to say maybe, I suppose, because that's where all our family was from. I mean, okay. my mom grew up just outside of Fort Campbell. My dad grew up a little far, a lot closer to Indian Mound okay. is where my dad grew up. Um, so maybe that was something. I don't know. Yeah, you can, I mean, you can finagle things. Certainly at Fort Campbell, too, there's a lot of opportunities. So you could move between brigades or whatever right um, just knowing the right people and being a good yeah. talker and just being a good you know i'm sure if your sure. record is going to help out too if you're yeah. a, a good soldier instead of some you know dirt bag you gotta be like in the middle because you if know, you're too good or you're too bad then they're gonna move you you know one thing you be I, like in the middle one thing I, I do remember vividly from boot camp was um at the very end at the very end of boot camp um one of the drill instructors got us together and says, all right, who here haven't I killed? Basically saying brought up to the quarter deck and, you know, made him do push-ups and side-strap hops and stuff. And okay. One dude raised his hand. No. Never raise and your it, hand. No, no. Well, he, he asked him a question. Listen, they all, mm -mm. be truthful. Mm -mm. Be truthful, mm -mm. but don't volunteer. Mm -mm. That's one of the th mm -mm. thing they told us. Anyway, he walked over to him and he looked at him. He said, I never got you. No, sir. Have you been here the whole time? Yes, sir. <laughs> You've been here since the first day. Yes, sir. I do not know your face. I got that, that same was, question in basic. That right there. That was my goal. That was the, that he was the winner of boot camp because that's your goal. Yeah. Don't volunteer. Yep. No. Do not screw up. Yeah. Just be as anonymous as possible. I and he won. I want to say my basic training and AIT were like 16 weeks. I want to say, I want to say around like week 12, the drill sergeant came in, yelled at me, ran out, and then came back in and was like, who are you? <laughs> Have you been here the whole time? I was like, yes, drill sergeant. He was like, I'll fix that. Nice. I'm so jealous. Nice. They so wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. You, you were going to go ahead, please. Oh, they spotted me on day two. <laughs> yeah. So you went to boot camp first? Yeah. Or you went to OCS first? Now, how does that exactly, uh, the timeline of events uh, okay, so August 17th, I shipped to basic training in Fort Sill. Um, and a lot of OCS candidates, as well, when I went through, Fort Benning was still all-male basic training, which now it's integrated. Um, but so a lot of the male OCS candidates would go to basic, to basic at Benning, and they would all kind of go together. I was the only OCS candidate in my class. At Fort Sill. So you were uh, amongst all of the privates. Yeah, I was, yeah, we were all the same. You, you have to do the same boot camp as the privates. And Absolutely. Had no idea. 
Yeah. I thought you just literally went to OCS. What year was this? 2015. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was at Fort Sill in 2014. Yeah. Okay. 2015. So anyway. Wow. I was a drill sergeant at Port Sale in 2014. That had been a trip, oh right? <laughs> if you guys got reunited, like, wait a minute. Yeah. <gasps> I know you. I did see one of my squad leaders, uh, or sorry, one of my drill sergeants ended up being a squad leader in one of the battalions that we supported as engineers. And he saw me. He's like, you commissioned? Like, well, <laughs> yeah, sucker, what's he up? Didn't see it, he didn't say it like that. He was cool. But it is... It goes back to that whole more responsibility earlier, whether that's deserved or not. Um, so it was wild because now this guy who was in such a position of authority over me, I was equal to his boss. Yep. Um, it's it's odd and it's hard to explain sometimes because even out here, right, people are like, oh, you're a recruiter. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not a recruiter. My My guys can put people in boots. I can't put people in boots. Um, but I manage them, but I've never been one of them and I can't train them, but I assist them and resource them and assess them. Um, and people usually look at me like I shouldn't be in my position. Well, you're like, that makes sense, right? Yeah. I, mean, I, I completely nailed that ex- explanation to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Your average Joe doesn't quite get the military sometimes and that's no, okay. It's totally okay. As long, um, as, as long as we're still the best military in the entire world, which we are, yeah, America, just just let us do our job. You just you all you just completely uh, have fun living yeah. your life under the umbrella of protection we provide. Um, yeah. So basic training went through with all the, with everybody. I mean, we were all peers, and then went to OCS. And I guess since it's Women's History Month, we'll throw. Some of those out there. So I don't remember how much of my basic training class was female. Probably 25% if I were to guess. Oh, wow. Which was actually pretty high. Um, we had a lot of the medics go through with us, which has a higher, just has a higher population of females. Um, and then from Fort Sill, I went to Fort Benning for OCS, where it was 20% female. That was the most fun I never want to do again. <laughs> uh, thanks for that. It was so fun. I'm dropping my OCS packet in June. Yeah. So thanks for that. I'm looking forward to that. One of my Are you favorite. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, I'm dropping an OCS packet. What is he gonna leave? I pro- probably not, but we'll see. You've already been in for like 30 years. Uh, not quite. You're doing <laughs> you're doing the Colonel Mac roll. Right. All yeah. the way to E7. Start all over. Yeah. Wow. The prior service uh or the Prior enlisted guys who were in my OCS class are why I branched engineer. Um, they were like my favorite people. Nice. Yeah. Because we were talking about it. There's branch day at OCS, yep. which is um, intimidating and a whole story in and of itself. And But leading up to it, you know, everyone's like, oh, what, are we, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And I kind of, I actually wanted to do logistics. And I really like logistics. And like I said earlier, I had kind of a logistics position and I loved it. Um but I said to someone, I think I want to go logistics. And one of the prior service guys, he was like, yeah, no, you like to shoot people. So you should probably be in a more combat oriented branch. And it was because of that conversation. I went engineer and I am grateful for that conversation. Like at least once a week, I think about it. Wow. Wow. That's, that's really interesting. So how long, how long was OCS? OCS was 12 weeks. 
um, we had Christmas, uh, like holiday block leave in there. So we started on November 1st, commissioned on February 10th. Um, and then I went to Engineer Bullock. Eat Bullock. Yep. And on the on August 17th, 2015, I shipped basic training. And on August 17th, 2016, I flew to Germany for my first nice. duty station. Nice. Yeah. What do you think about Fort Leonard Wood? It's a place. It is a Leonard place. Wood. It is in Missouri. I always enjoy going back to Leonard Wood. It's not bad. You just it's have really to. Not. You have to have the right frame of mind. Yeah. When I went there the first time, I really didn't enjoy it because I was like, oh, there's nothing here. And um, I don't know. I had a bad attitude. And the second time I went, I did some rock climbing. And um, when you have more freedom, there's like a lot to do. Tubing. Like, yeah. Tubing, rock climbing, fishing. Like there's so yeah. much to do out there. Yeah. Hiking. Gorgeous place. Ozarks. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll take your word for it. You should go to Missouri. I'm good. I yeah, don't know that, fair. like, it's somewhere I would go out of my way to go. That's fair. Uh, but I did enjoy my time there. That's fantastic. I made some great friends, too. Captain Rosaski, we got a question for you. Oh. And this one comes from out of the blue. You probably won't be ready for it. Oh, if no. you had to rank major player, <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Mack. Who would win in a fight? <laughs> Sorry, Major Putnam. Who would you rank? What order would you rank them in on your favorite? Um, you know, this is one you probably don't want to answer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this was not the question I was going to ask you. Great, great, good, <laughs> and, excellent. Uh, I'm going to outrank him and dismiss his question. Good. So here's your question. Okay. Death row meal. What are you going to eat? Mine was so much better. Okay. Well, I'm going to start. This is going to be a multi-course meal. That's fine. Okay. And also, we're going to put the disclaimer that I don't get full. Really? Well, not for this meal. Okay, that's fine. Because I'm going to eat until I die because it's my death row meal. Sure. Well, like, we'll, we'll go to with be that. a long okay. list. Yeah, no kidding. Well, there's going to be chips and salsa mm. because that's like, I don't know. Like some people have heroin. I have chips and salsa. Chunky salsa? I, uh, you know, people who nah. have chips and salsa no? are probably okay. a little bit more healthy than heroin, I suppose. I mean, I've never had heroin, but <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb. It not hasn't. Chips and salsa experience. doesn't get me fired. Heroin would get me fired. It's true. Disclaimer, uh, it doesn't matter <laughs> if he would get her fired or not. Captain Rosowski does not want to use heroin. No, that's true. I don't. Nor does anyone else in this command or the United States Army as a whole. Yes. I endorse that Statement. disclaimer. Yes. So chips and salsa. No, 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 and salsa. Dis disclaimer B. <laughs> if you have ever used heroin, you cannot, you cannot join, join the, the U.S. Army. Well, it just can't be in your system. Oh, the heroin stays in for years, I think. That's not true at all. Heroin stays in for minutes, I think. Anyway, so chips and salsa. Okay. Yes, chips and salsa. Uh, my Nana's rice balls. They are the most delicious thing you'll ever eat. Uh, is he savory or sweet? Savory. Okay, so like arancini or something like that? Yes, yes, exactly. See? Thank you. Nobody knows what nobody knows what I'm talking about when I talk about rice balls. Mm -hmm. They're so good. Yeah, I worked in, I worked in culinary for eight years. Uh, culinary we marketing. Be, we should be friends. I have a cooking show on YouTube. Will you bring me food, though? No, I won't bring it to you, but if you want to show up for dinner, me and Allison will cook for you. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Um, I'd have rice balls. I would have um, New York pizza with, like, garlic, fresh garlic on top. I would have a 
sausage, egg, and cheese on a hard roll from New York, and I would have an everything bagel. And then I would top it off with a um, chocolate mousse. Nothing to drink? Wine. What kind of wine? Red. Just red. Yeah, I'm not red. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Muscadine. Probably a blend. No, she, she, I'm a simple. I'm a simple gal. No problem. I'd love. I'd love a red wine. Here's no problem. Here's some Lambrusco. Enjoy that. <laughs> I don't know. Disclaimer Snoop Dogg's Snoop Dogg's wine with 19 crimes is actually pretty good. Oh, I, I I've seen 19 crimes. I've never um never tried it. It's it's not bad. It's a good like basic go to. I think. I'm not a connoisseur. I'm not a connoisseur either, but I do know the the, the brands I like, and I, I, I like to pair them. And um, yeah, I, I I like Justin wine for reds. Justin out of uh, Paso Robles, okay, which is in Napa. Uh, okay, I love Justin, and for white Rombauer. Rombauer Chardonnay is just oh so good. I don't think I've had either of those. Oh, they're they're really 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 good. You guys have Wegmans here too, which has a which right over here phenomenal yep. wine section. No, and like three whole aisles of supermarket aisles full of wine. Yeah, and bruh. But anyway, <laughs> if you ever get a chance, when you're in the grocery store or you're talking to your wine person, say, hey, you know what? Can I get a red from Pasa Robles? Okay. Pasa Robles, something about their soil. It's so good. Okay. It's absolutely the best. It's a little pricier, but whatever. Okay. I just listed off a bunch of my favorite foods. I realized I didn't answer your question as far as like an actual structured meal. I thought that was the structured meal. Well, it's just, it wasn't very organized. It's what you wanted to eat. It is what I want to eat. It's what I want to eat now, actually. I want to eat it now, too, because every one of those things is non-keto. Oh. It's a hard life Chris lives. It is a hard life, bro. Oh. I hate that diet, but it's working. You could have the inside of the sausage, egg, and cheese. I could have the sausage and the egg and the cheese. Yeah. Yes, I can. Actually, right now, there's some low-carb uh, tortillas that are sold at the grocery store that are saving my life. Nice. They're there. There are only five, five carbs per tortilla. Yeah. And then everything that goes inside them had no carbs, so I'm good. Look at that. So here we are talking about our diets and things we like and wine on our army <laughs> podcast. But uh, I think I think uh, this ship has sailed, to be honest with you. Um, any 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 parting thoughts? Uh, words of wisdom. Words of wisdom, whether it be just to anybody or to ladies in the United States, or if you just have a, a tagline you want to give us. Anything you want to say, Cap? The microphone is yours. Oh, man. You're giving me a soapbox. Um, I think just don't let people underestimate you people one of the things in the army good bad or indifferent is people have looked at me more than once and uh, made assumptions about me whether it's that I'm unable to do something physically or I'm not gonna be able to handle hard conversations or whatever it is and I am pleased to say I have proved most of those people wrong if not all of them um and I think we we let other people limit us and we let us limit ourselves um, more than we should. So the army has done a lot for me as far as reminding me of what I am capable of. Cause when you're put in a position of you're going to do this, uh, like you, you have to do this, uh, you find a way to do it. And the army has done a lot for me in that respect. Um, and has really challenged and challenged me more than just physically, physically, um, from a leadership perspective, emotionally, <laughs> and intellectually, um, and I'm really appreciative of that. And I think that whether it's the Army or another route that people take, I mean, something different for everybody, but don't let yourself, don't let you hold yourself back. 
That's fantastic. Good words of wisdom. Captain Rosaski, thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you guys. It's been for a pleasure. Me. It's been really great. I hope that uh, we can find some time for you to come back again sometime with uh, Lieutenant Bloomberg. We'll have the Bloomberg Wombat yes. show. He's a talker. I'll just send him up. I don't think we need to come up together. <laughs> I think all three of you should come up. That would be great. I'll be send a great him day. The wombat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> send him the Wombat. She said, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> that's great. Great. Well, that's all the time we got today. I'd like to thank Captain Rosaski one more time. I'm Mr. Hall and for Sergeant First Class Briley. This has been the Squad Bay. Check us out next time. See ya. Don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter at the Squad Bay. That's at the Squad Bay on Twitter. Music for the Squad Bay was provided by IncomTech.FilmMusic.io, Festian Studios, ThePassionHiFi.com, and FreeStockMusic.com. Full attributes can be found in the podcast notes. What are we talking about today? I got a few notes. I got a few notes to talk about. Um, it's been a hot minute. Well... We got. It's hard to get people. It is. We got. We got to get old Lance in the pants talking about all these people he knows. And yeah, no. I know this guy. He's blowing up all over Fayetteville. Okay, bring him in. Oh. <laughs> That's how it seems to go. All right, I'm gonna hit.